This is Beering Ain't Easy. Do you spend all week thinking about what new beer you'll try next? Then yeah, this podcast is for you. Come join us while we try new beers, share our ratings, debate craft beer culture, and in the process, throw a few jabs at ourselves. So crack one if you got one, and turn it up. All right, everyone. Welcome to Beer and Ain't Easy with Adam and Drew, episode six. Welcome back, y'all. So what do you think we're going to talk about today? What are you feeling? Today is going to be the dad episode. Hell yes. Hell yeah. So this is actually an episode that I do feel like I'm qualified to talk about. More than qualified. Three times qualified. Three times qualified. So I have... A one and a half year old freaking terror. He is all over the house. Yeah. When we talk about a terror, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Incredibles 2, but the baby in that movie is called Jack Jack. And he's like got the fucking superpowers. And Adam's youngest, like, I, I shit you not, I was over at Adam's house. We were having a conversation. And like, out of the corner of my eye, I see his little toddler use the, the handles of the kitchen drawer as a ladder climb up on the counter and like just start walking across the counter i was like oh dude that's not normal <laughs> like my wife and i are like oh that's fine that's i was waiting for like laser beams to shoot out of his eyes after he, that uh, yeah that's pretty much what he does he's he's just at this awful stage of life <laughs> he's he's a lot of fun but he is a handful oh my god i can go on for weeks okay so i have him and then i have a five-year-old son and a seven-year-old daughter and yeah. so yeah and i've i've got two myself i've got an eight-year-old and a four-year-old both girls but where we're going with this today is we want to tie back like how do you balance doing your dad thing with a love of the craft beer because it ain't as always easy it's not but i mean i think we gotta start with kids at the brewery the thing about kids in the breweries is before we had kids you wanted to have your personal space you're like oh why are people bringing kids here but but now that i have kids and the brewery is like the ultimate place to bring your kids and still be able to enjoy beer you can't go to a bar you can't do any of that other stuff. You need to go somewhere that's outside, has a lot of room to move around. Yeah, and the fact that like breweries are now like building areas that are tailored to kids, like just proves that my behavior of bringing my kids to the brewery is acceptable. Yeah, and there's this whole like subclass of craft beer lovers out there that will like get all butt hurt about people bringing their kids to breweries. Like, I'm just trying to enjoy my beer, and these people are taking their kids here. <laughs> like, don't take that away from me. Like, oh, there's only so many things of joy in my life. And <laughs> yeah. you steal that away from me? Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've been going to breweries, like, over the last, pretty much since we moved to Houston. Like, our families and then other families in the neighborhood. I mean, it's like, my seven-year-old daughter would be like, are we going to go to the brewery? And like, we have a bag at our house. That's like the brewery bag. So it has like little games and little treats. And Some so snacks, it's like, yeah. it's like, Hey kids, we're going to the brewery. And yeah. they're like, Kinley's like, 
all right, I'm going to go get the brewery bag. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny, like when we were kids, like, did you know what a hell a brewery was when you were that age? (laughs) Our kids are like, oh yeah, that's no big deal. You know, I think my parents are jealous of it though, because I mean, they would have loved that. And like back then, if you would have been like, yeah, I'm taking the whole family to a bar, you would have been like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah, now, someone gives you the side eye look on that. You know? Yeah, now it's completely acceptable. Yeah. So part of this episode, I think, is the journey of when you're a first time parent to when you're the multiple time experienced parent. <laughs> and like, you know, at some point, like when you have that first kid, like everyone is super uptight. You're worried about oh my God, like I need to make sure I haven't had a drink because if they wake up in the middle of the night, I may need to go up and rock the kid. And like, just like, I did not drink much after our first kid. What about you? Oh yeah. Same. I mean, same for the first kid. I, I gotta be honest, a lot has changed since the third kid, but I mean, pretty much at this point, I, I can rely on my oldest to, to assist as needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you stay up late having a few beers and um like you know they're gonna they're gonna make it out okay they're gonna be all right they always are so i'm gonna break in here so we can crack a beer listen to this so what are we drinking tonight Ooh, i like the sound of that it's a little different without the can you know this is a bottle it's it's a little different sound dynamics (laughs) (laughs) you know it's a special occasion for the dad episode when we bust out a bottle instead of a can. So today we have Peeper. It's a pale ale from Maine Beer Company in Freeport, Maine. So I picked this beer because it's named Peeper and that's Drew's nickname in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh that's the worst. Um, uh. Creepy. No, but I've actually heard of some really good beers from the main beer company. So Drew and I went to D&Q Beer Station on the south side of Houston the other day. And I was pretty excited when I saw some beers from Maine Beer Company. And I feel like Maine Beer Company is a well-known brewery on the East Coast. And we really haven't shown the East Coast any love. And I mean, frankly, Maine is about as far away from Houston as you can possibly get. So this is a perfect beer for the dad episode. Speaking of the dad episode, I felt like a pale ale was the perfect beer to feature on the dad episode. You know, we're talking about day drinking. We're talking about drinking beer and the love of the craft while still being a responsible dad. Sometimes that takes drinking those low ABV. So we got this beer coming in at 5.5%. And with that, Let's transition us back to daddy ain't easy. So when we're on the topic of being a dad and balancing the love with the craft, I think it's impossible to not talk about day drinking. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) So like I remember before I had kids, like day drinking meant like a nighttime shit show where like now it's like day drinking is like a nice fun day. But no longer the night shit show. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Like when you're a parent and you love beer, like you're still trying not to be a fuck up parent. And so like you gotta change a few behaviors. So like <laughs> yeah. drinking until two AM just doesn't fly anymore. <laughs> no. Because it doesn't matter like how much you've had to drink, 
those kids are still going to wake up at the same time and demand the same amount from you. And so like, you know, staying up till two, it's like, okay, you get four hours of sleep or you start drinking at like noon and you fall asleep at a reasonable hour and you're up and at them. (laughs) Now, like by five o'clock or so, usually you're, you're calling it quids. What sucks about it is like, not only do you have the kids thing to deal with, like trying to get up with them, but you're also getting older at the same time. And so like your bounce back on hangovers, it just isn't the same as it used to be. Like you, you wake up the next morning you're like, I'm dead to the world. Whereas back oh in the day, God. like in college, you're like, you drank really heavily and you got it. And we're like, I think I'm going to go on a jog or something. You know, it's like, <laughs> just bounce off of that. Yeah. Now I'm like, God help me. <laughs> All I know, 30s hangovers are so much worse than 20s hangovers. I just don't want to see the 40s. Man. Oh, yeah. There's a certain point where you become a sloppy hangover or a sloppy drunk and you're like, it's not cool anymore. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to those days. <laughs> So this talk of us getting old and getting more hungover makes me think about a situation that happened the other day. So with the uncertainty of school and the COVID, the COVID, the COVID, we, uh, we bought desks for both of my kids who are going to be in kindergarten and second grade. And so Sunday night I put the desks together and so I woke up Monday morning and I was sore as shit. (laughs) You're such a dad. (laughs) It's like I walk into work Monday morning and everyone's like, oh man, you look like uh, you're struggling a little bit. What'd you hit the gym? (laughs) You hit the Ikea. (laughs) Yeah, I carried this big box in and then I put together these two little miniature desks (laughs) with an Allen wrench. That's when you know that you've hit full blown dad mode. Yeah. I mean, we're just, we're just throwing it all out there today. I mean, like we can't pretend like we're still hip and young. Like you just have to, you have to roll with the punches that you're given. You know, if that means occasionally you got to choose those low ABV beers, that's, you know, you got to do it right. You know, you got to do what you can. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it and be responsible in the day drinking trying to have a good time, and not going after the low ABV beers. So I want to break in here for just a second and do a dad public service announcement. I just want to offer up some words of encouragement for those new dads out there, soon to be new dads, that your love of beer and your love of your kids does not have to be an or decision, picking kids or the beer. I know you're going to be a little nervous on that first one, You're going to worry about, do I have to give it all up? But if we're any proof to that, we love our kids and are the best parents possible. But we also love beer. And so just know, after three kids, you could be making a podcast about beer. (laughs) And like, you know, like if we're There's light at the end of the tunnel. There's light at the end of the tunnel. You can still be a parent and your kids won't be complete screw ups and you can still enjoy some beer. So we're talking about not being complete screw-ups. But I, don't know, question, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> oh, boy. The question is, have you ever been a complete screw-up while watching your kids? Oof. 
Woo. I'm sure I have at some <laughs> point. I'm like, I'm sure there is something out there. I think of like, I think of one idea or one idea. I, th- I think of one thing that happened where you and I actually were having some beers together. <laughs> oh, I think I remember that one. Like a while back. And we were just like enjoying it, like having that great like family moment. And like, it was, it was us with the guys and the girl. It was at the time, it was just our two oldest kids and they were playing together and they were like, wow, they're playing so well together. We don't have to worry about a thing. And then like, I was like, you know, like something in the back of my head was like, maybe we should go check on them. And so I went upstairs to look at them and they were like playing a game in the bathroom with water and they had overflowed the sinks and there was like three inches of water on our bathroom floor. I was like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. I remember that time and I remember being like, God damn, I'm happy this is Drew's house and not mine. <laughs> I'm still paying for that flood damage. No. So I've told you my embarrassing parent moment. Now it's your turn. I've never done anything that I would regret as a parent. <laughs> That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> At least I haven't done anything that I would regret as a parent that I am willing to air. That's more believable. <laughs> <laughs> so to transition away from dirty secrets about me into more relevant proud dad moments i think i've got to recognize my wife for the best father's day present she's ever gotten me i'm super intrigued and that is the dad backpack cooler oh now i know what you're now i know where you're going (laughs) if if by any chance any wives are listening get your husband a dad backpack cooler so the first podcast we recorded, like I roll up in my normal, like, you know, normal uh, Rubbermaid cooler, like walking up, like I'm drinking beer and this dude shows up like he's carrying a diaper bag and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but he like cracks it open and it's like, there's a ton of beer in there. I, I'm like, wow, that is genius. That is how you look responsible and have fun at the same time. He just looks like this responsible dad and little do you know, there is like, Freaking 9% ABV packed into that cooler, baby. <laughs> I stroll up carrying carrying the toddler and bringing in the other two kids. And everyone thinks, oh, man, what a great dad. Has carrying the diaper bag, bringing in the kids. And you just have to take those sips of beer with no one seeing you and you. <laughs> Keep you sane. So I think about this this you know, dad cooler is a transition from the craft beer drinker to the dad craft beer drinker. I think another area where that's a hundred percent applicable is birthdays for your kids. Now you got to have the beer at the birthday party. You have to, have you ever been to a birthday party from a kid and the parents did not provide alcoholic beverages? I have. And I was offended, right? Where you were offended? Yeah. I was like, it was really, really disappointing. Like, what are you trying to pull on me here? <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> I love the kids having fun, but please, God, let me have some fun too. I went to one that was, it was, they provided alcoholic beverages, but they weren't beers. I went to a seltzer birthday party. Oh. I, I shit you not. And, you know, I mentioned in that other episode that I have not 
cracked the seltzer. So I actually went home completely sober because I just, I was offended that they would just make it a seltzer only birthday party. Would you have drank the seltzer in that absolutely. situation? Absolutely. I would have Just to make it through. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you passed up a beer for a seltzer. It's like you passed up nothing for a seltzer. My stance is rock solid, not cracking the white claw. <laughs> <laughs> Living the white claw life. So one of my favorite recent birthday parties is I have one of my buddies who's one of my bourbon drinking buddies. Yeah. And so he had some beer there, but he he knew our thing is like drinking bourbon together. And so he was like, hey, I got this new bourbon. You want to try it out? And I'm like, well, it's a kid and a birthday party, but you are offering. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just had one. It wasn't like it got crazy or anything. It's just one bottle or don't ask questions. I don't want the answer. to it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What's funny, like, is my f- first daughter, like we had her, her first birthday party. And I, I just laugh about this to this day is that that birthday party was not about her. Cause I knew she was not going to remember that shit. She was so young. Like that memory would be purged. We invited every friend we knew. And I got a pony keg of beer and that was, that was basically a drunk fest where we had my wife's parents in, watch the kids and we were like celebrating the fact that we survived one year as a parent because that's a freaking milestone. I'm just looking at you with shame when I think about what Kinley's first birthday was like because we were polar opposites because like we didn't know that that's how you did it. And so like we never really went to like kids birthday parties before then. And so Kinley's first birthday we just had no alcohol. We didn't even I'm sure everyone there was like what the, yeah. what the like fuck a are these teetotaler? Yeah. Like what everyone's was... like uh can we leave yet or <laughs> They're kind of looking for the exit. Well, I feel like like we had to have the keg because everybody we invited, like one thing that I noticed about the West Coast versus the central part of the U.S. is like people get married and have kids a lot sooner in the South and in the Midwest than they do on the coast. And so when we were in California, everyone that was in our peer group, they were in a different stage of life than we were when we <laughs> had our first kid. And so like I was inviting all these coworkers and they were young and they were like going to bars. I'm like... Well, the least I can do is get these motherfuckers a keg. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) It's like, we're going to make this a party. (laughs) So we're nearing the end of the dad episode. And at this point, it would only be appropriate that we as dads compare our yards. That's like the most dad thing you could bring up right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's the dad life right there. It's like... Looking out and thinking about your yard. Living that dad life. Living that dad life. And I'm always comparing my yard to Drew's because it's just so much better. And I feel so bad looking at Drew's yard. He's been looking up to my yard for years. And the story about Adam is like he's not he's above working in his own yard. Whereas I I had a lawn service in high school and I've got this thing where like I'm always going to do my own yard 
I've been out in the yard, like pulling weeds on like hands and knees and shit like that (laughs) to make sure my yard's better. And like Adam, he like was trying to do his own yard and it looked like shit. I, oh no, no, no. I have never tried to do my own yard. I looked at it as purely a financial decision. (laughs) So when I, when I moved from Louisiana to Las Vegas, we did not have a yard. And so I got rid of, I sold my lawn equipment before I moved from Baton Rouge. And so now it wasn't that I didn't want to do it. It just made more sense to not have to buy the equipment myself. Sure. Sure. You, you just know, like <laughs> I've, I've always been of that mindset that if you're not willing to go sweat in your yard and, and mow it yourself, then you're a little less of a man. That's not true at all. <laughs> it's, it's an investment. It's an investment. So he went like a couple years with a lawn service. Okay, I didn't say he was doing it. He was doing it through a proxy of these guys <laughs> that would mow for him weekly. And his yard year after year just was not cutting it like mine was, you know, like I was like runner up yard of the month. They would never tell me that, but I felt like I was runner you up. You were you were far far from that. <laughs> but he went and like got this super fancy service this year he's paying the the high price to get those fertilizers and all this other shit on aerating that motherfucker aerating that yard and so his yard like turned around in like three weeks to where he started smoking my yard (laughs) (laughs) he started smoking my yard i'm still out there like determined that i'm not gonna pay someone else to do my dirty work for me and I'm looking at his yard. I'm like, you motherfucker. If I, I should post a before and after photo of True Green, and they should pay me for those photographs. They should pay you for this podcast uh, yes. for even like speaking their name. Oh my god, <laughs> my yard just—I mean, it looks like a whole different yard, a whole new world, but. It wasn't done by your own hands, so it doesn't really count. Well, it kind of was done by my own hands because I used my hands to make that money. Because you made it rain with your hands? You're just like... (laughs) (laughs) As much as the audience is enjoying me talk shit to you about your pathetic yard and my fabulous yard, I think they're probably getting sick of listening to our bullshit. I think it's time to bring on those ratings. All right, Drew, it's time to earn your paycheck. What are you thinking about this beer, and what are you rating it? Man, I'm drinking this beer, and I'm thinking, you know, this summer, I, it's all about the hazies. You know, I've been drinking lots of hazy pale ales, lots of hazy IPAs, and it's really refreshing to have a non-hazy pale ale. This is just, it's got a lot of flavor. I, Dude, I love this thing. I'm thinking that peeper is a keeper that's what meredith said (laughs) (laughs) i had that one coming and so uh, i think that's the first reference to drew's wife on the podcast so meredith is drew's wife and drew's neighborhood nickname is peeper 
At least you've made that up for this episode. <laughs> I'm sure that makes you feel better about yourself. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So from a rating, I'm going to go pretty freaking bold on this one. I really love this pale ale. This is really tasty. I'm going to go 4.25 Damn on it. this son of a bitch. Damn it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here and I had 425 in my back pocket and I was like, there's no way this motherfucker's coming in with a 425. Yeah, it just trumped you before you could even Damn. pull it out of your pocket. All right. All right. I agree with everything you said, unfortunately. This is a damn good pale ale. And I, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm not a huge pale ale guy. But this might be the best pale ale I've ever had. Bold statement. I've never rated a pale ale 425. So like when I rate beers, it's like the ceiling on a pale ale traditionally has been a four. And so this just raised that ceiling. That's You, you broke through the glass ceiling. That is what we're talking about. <laughs> so, I mean, there's nothing like super unique. I mean, it's just like... It has like all your traditional pale ale flavors. Like it's not, it's not hazy. It's not like fruity. It's not super hoppy. I mean, it has a good hop flavor, but like nothing overwhelming. And it just, it just has your traditional pale ale flavor. And it's just damn good. Nice and crisp and refreshing. Hell yeah. And I don't know what all there is to do in Maine, but obviously. Beer making is something that they do well. They are doing something right. And so with this beer, we certainly can't top that with anything else we're going to say. So I hope you enjoyed the dad episode. We'll see you next time. This has been a Beering Ain't Easy production at the Sesh Coworking Podcast Studio in Houston, Texas. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want to see what we're drinking, our untapped handles are Beering Ain't Easy Adam and Beering Ain't Easy Drew. 